So if you're looking for someone to blame for the small hiatus here, uh, look no further than producer Hank. Uh, this is 100% Hank's fault. No, fuck you, Hank. No, this is exactly why you were not invited to come to fucking Kansas City with me and Paul. No, go fuck yourself. I don't care. Go to hell. Go to hell. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on Facebook, although I don't know how I haven't been reported over there. Dennis M. Roy, uh, we'll get into that for a second. And then over on TikTok at RoyDog13. How is everybody? How has your June been? Oh, my goodness. It is officially summer. Oh, it's the summer of love, right? The summer of love for fantasy, everything fantasy football. You got everybody coming out of the fucking word work, giving out their opinions and thoughts on uh, where players should be drafted, who uh, everybody's busts and sleepers are. Um, settle down, everybody in the fucking community. It is only June, all right? All righty. Yeah, got it. Had a little bit of an issue over on Facebook. Um, everybody knows about the submarine with the uh, billionaires that uh, imploded going down to the to go view the Titanic, and uh, that should be warning not to put yourself in a fucking tic tac and uh, go travel down to the bottom of the fucking ocean. But you know, even though you made billions of dollars, I guess morons will be fucking morons. But any which way, uh, had some had some people that were taking issue with all the memes and and videos and gifs of uh, you know stuff that had to do with the submarine. I don't care; they're fucking idiots. All right, I'm gonna make fun of that all day, every day. All right, uh, you know me; I'm not going to sit there and listen to, and frankly, I'm not going to sit there and fucking lecture about the indecency decency of what you can make fun of or not uh there is stuff within reason of course you know racism uh homophobia stuff like that you know that i'm not going to touch but um you know making fun of making fun of some idiots that wanted to go down to the titanic and paying 200 you know what was it 250,000 or something uh to ride in this in that little fucking capsule when you could obviously afford to get in your, get it, get a better craft to go down there. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that. I don't care. It's stupid. Make fun of it all you want. Shit's hilarious. But, uh, we do have ADP that we need to go through, uh, today. Um, and I want to make sure that we get through, uh, especially the running backs. Um, on this one because we did miss out on on running backs. I did have everything gone through. There was a part two to the last episode, but we had some technical difficulties here. And uh, for some reason, it did not transcribe the podcast. So that's what happened to that one. But we're going to we're gonna start. Um, we'll go through quarterbacks really quick, and then I really want to get into the meat potatoes of uh, running backs. Take, a, take another good, hard look at the wide receivers. Um, tight ends will be real quick. And then of course, defenses, we'll just kind of go through the top 12, um, over there. So, uh, without further ado, here we go. All right. So here we go with, the with the quarterbacks, uh, we're going to go through this one real quick. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is still at number one. Now he has slipped up into the first round. Remember this is all NFFC. This is probably not going to happen in any of your home league drafts. Um, but you're going to know that better than I am, um, on what, your 
your league mates are accustomed to doing. Um, so just kind of take these with a grain of salt. But as far as the order is concerned, that's that's our main concern for right now um, when it comes to quarterbacks. So Patrick Mahomes at number one, Josh Allen two, Hertz at three. Burrow at four, Justin Herbert at five. He's slipped up. Um, he has moved all the way up in the last uh, three weeks from QB8 to QB5. Um, then you have Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, who is actually probably my most intriguing one. He's going to be one of the guys to kind of target um, for me. I uh, like what Jaguars are doing on offense, you know, getting Calvin Ridley at wide receiver back from suspension. Um, that's only going to boost him up. Uh, otherwise, you have pretty much the same wide receiving core, uh, which is really, really nice. Uh, Justin Fields at 8, Deshaun Watson at 9. He's another guy that I, I will target. Um, he'll be a later he'll be a later in the draft type guy, um, guy who can run, you know, uh, almost a half a year, a full year, you know, off of uh, the massage suspension. So he's a guy I definitely want to target. Then you have Dak Prescott, Tua, Tagovailoa, who we need to monitor the Tyreek Hill situation. Um, I don't know if any suspension is going to come out of that, but we'll have to wait and see later in the summer. Um, Kirk Cousins at 12. Uh, we'll go through the, all the QB2s here. So um, the start of the QB2s is going to be Geno Smith at QB13, followed by Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, who I think is a hell of a value, um, especially for uh, two quarterback super flex leagues. Uh, Anthony Richardson, who is finally starting to drop um, into almost, you know, he's getting close where he's probably going to be a mid-range QB2, uh, which I think is fine to take a shot on him there. Uh, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Kyler Murray, who I am not drafting. No way I'm fucking touching him unless it's, you know, the two QB super flex and you can get him as like your third quarterback, like way super late in the draft. Uh, Bryce Young, Jordan Love. Jordan Love's a guy I will back. Um, not just because, and I've talked about this before, it's not just because I'm a Packers fan, it's because I am a Jordan Love fan. Uh, if I wasn't a Jordan Love fan, I wouldn't have just spent over 400 bucks on an authentic uh, Jordan Love signed helmet. So uh, there we go there. That just happened this weekend. Uh, Matthew Stafford and then Desmond Ritter. Uh, bringing up the rear for the QB twos. Another guy, to, another couple of guys to really kind of keep an eye out uh, when we're looking at QB threes. Uh, I do like Kenny Pickett. Uh, he's Q currently QB twenty seven. Uh, I have a little, a little love for Sam Howell in Washington at QB thirty, but that one's be please be very, very cautious. Uh, and then Mac Jones at QB thirty one, I think, is a very nice value there. So now we're moving out of the running backs. We're going to take a little bit of some time in here, uh, kind of dig in here. So here we're going to go through our RB1s. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is coming up as the top running back this year for San Francisco, uh, followed by Austin Eckler, Bijan Robinson. Uh, those three are your round one running backs for the NFFC. Uh, of course, you know, most drafts, you know, running back top heavy. So, um, as far as your overalls, just kind of, again, just pay attention. Pay attention, okay? Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Brees Hall. Going through these top 12, and I'm going to actually highlight this so I keep track of it. Um, the guys I really don't. I really don't care for, um, at least at their current ADPs. Austin Eckler, I'm not taking him at the front end of the first round. He's very touchdown reliant. Um, we've had problems with those type of running backs in the past. So if Austin Eckler is at the back end of the first round, absolutely, I will take a shot on him. I would much rather take a shot on Bijan Robinson early in the first round, even though he's going to be sharing the ball with you know Tyler Ezier and you'll have – Corderell Patterson running running his fucked hard ass around. Um, I this offense is really made for uh, Bijan's uh, skill set. He is a fucking monster. He is an absolute man, um, and I trust in what I saw 
in Kansas City, and uh, Mr. Burkholz will back me up on that one. Um, Taylor, I'm okay with uh, at the end of the first round. That's fine. Saquon, <sighs> the whole contract thing with him and Josh Jacobs, where they're talking about sitting out. I we never believe that shit. Um, so that's kind of a wait and see. Uh, that should be all straightened out by the time we get to drafting in August. Um, when we do Scott Fishbowl draft here uh, in a couple weeks in Chicago, I'm probably I may stay away from Saquon, but he'd probably get snagged up before I even give a shit. So uh, Nick Chubb, I like him, but he it's tough because he's mostly he's mostly you know all on the ground, nothing too much through the air that may change with Kareem Hunt not being there. Although they do have an, the ability to uh, re-sign uh, Kareem Hunt, who still hasn't been signed yet. So uh, Nick Chubb, though, I mean, if, you, if you're talking back end of the second round, yeah, absolutely. I'm fine with it. Uh, Tony Pollard coming off the knee injury uh, at seven. I'm a little bit hesitant there, but this is going to be um, a more run, run-based attack this year um for the dallas cowboys so i do have some interest again if he if he flows back late um running back top heavy if you're talking early second round i can get behind it because he is a pass catching running back derrick henry i'm not too high on uh he's getting a little bit older you know he's been kind of getting dinged up but if you're telling me second round on derrick henry i'm fine with it josh jacobs absolutely fine with what he's got going on there um in vegas the offense is base is going to be based on him uh so i will take another shot at josh jacobs even though his price has uh risen from last year you know where he was a fourth rounder now he's a second rounder he's probably going to be more of a back end of the first round type guy Najee harris i don't know why um he was dropping he has bumped up a little bit last three weeks he was uh pick 28 pick 32 and now pick 30 so he's kind of moved up into that mid-range three um which if you're telling me in the in the middle of the third round like especially if you're going wide receiver heavy or if you're taking kelsey in the first or second round right so uh that type of draft and you're telling me that Najee harris is going to be there in the middle of the third round i'm going to take that all day every day ramondre stevenson uh, is now up into the third round. Uh, we were getting him, you know, anywhere sixth, seventh round uh, or later. So I'm a little bit hesitant on it, but I mean, it's pretty much his. It's pretty much his backfield. Pretty much his backfield. You know, you have you have like Pierre Strong um, slip it in there. Tyrion, da- no, Tyrion Davis Price is uh, San Francisco. Never mind. I'm not going to fuck around there. Uh, we'll get to there when we do New England team preview. But uh, Ramondre Stevenson, middle of the third round, I'm okay with it. I'm not. I'm not thrilled with it. Um, so I'll probably end up passing him on, uh, passing on him there. Uh, Brees Hall at the end of the third round. Oh, wait and see what happens with the knee injury. The Jets are pretty confident that he's going to be ready for training camp. Um, but I'm a little, I'm a little indifferent right now because you know we we were fucked over by J.K. Dobbins last year. In Baltimore, so I really want to see how he looks at the start of training camp. Which <laughs> I'll be out west, so um, it's going to be a little bit harder to kind of stay on track with that for about the first week. But we'll get there. We'll get there, folks. So now we're going to get into our RB twos here, uh, and that's going to start with one Travis Etienne at pick forty one overall, followed by Kenneth Walker. Uh, who has moved up a couple of spots over the last couple of weeks. Jameer Gibbs, uh, who has slipped just a little bit for Detroit, the rookie. Uh, Aaron Jones out of Green Bay. Joe Mixon for Cincinnati. Dalvin Cook, who is still currently unsigned. Uh, business has kind of picked up a little bit on him uh, for the news. Uh, but I won't, I'm not going to say jack shit until, you know, we we see exactly where he lands, but I mean, he's a hell of a deal compared to where he had been going in the first and second rounds. Right. So right now, Dalvin cook pick 55 overall. Uh, so you're looking at a mid range five. I'm okay with it. Uh, JK Dobbins, Deandre Swift, who moves to Phila- uh, Philadelphia from Detroit cam Akers of the Rams, Alexander Madison of Minnesota. 
Uh, Damian Pierce of Houston and Miles Sanders of Carolina via Philadelphia through free agency. Travis Etienne at pick 41. I'm still okay with it. Uh, we know that Tank Bigsby, the rookie, is now there. Uh, he's going to split some carries there. But when Travis Etienne is on the field, he is really electric. We've liked this kid ever since he came out of Clemson. Um, and he's a kid that I'm going to I'm going to continue to stick behind. Um, pass catching type back. Um, awesome. Awesome player. Awesome kid. Uh, Kenneth Walker of Seattle. I know we had Zach Charmonet get drafted there. Um, from UCLA, but I still like Kenneth Walker, especially at the discounted price. I mean, you're still talking a fourth round running back. I'll take that all day, every day, and then I'll just handcuff him with Charbonnet. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, I do like. Um, he has slipped a little bit to pick, overall pick 45. Um, and depending upon where you're at, if you're in Michigan, he's probably going to go in the. He <laughs> watch. He'll go in the second fucking round. No doubt. No doubt about it. Um, I do like Jameer Gibbs. If you're telling me fourth round, and I don't have a shot at Etienne or Walker, I'll probably take Gibbs. I may take Gibbs over Walker. To be completely honest with you, uh, Aaron Jones started the fifth round uh, at pick 49 overall for Green Bay, um, especially with Jordan Love getting getting his first year under center as a starter, Aaron Jones is going to be a big part of that offense. Um, and this could be his last year. Either him or A.J. Dillon are going to be gone. So we really have to pay attention here. Jones is getting a little bit older. Um, so he would actually be the candidate to probably be gone after this year. Uh, so he might be fighting to try and get a contract uh, somewhere else. I ex But behind... The Packers' offensive line, as long as it stays healthy, you're going to see them feed Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon a lot, Aaron Jones being more of the recipients of the uh, passing attack. So I'm fine with it there. Joe Mixon, uh, now at RB17, pick 51 overall. I think with the um, deflated price point here in the ADP, Joe Mixon is perfectly fine there. Um, he did slip a little bit last year. But with the huge discount that you're getting this year, I think you're more than willing to take a shot there. Uh, Delvin Cook, we talked about. We want to wait and see. But uh, as long as he, no matter where he signs, really, uh, pick 55 overall, I'll take that. I'll take it all day. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, I really want to try and trust, right? So end of the fifth round, pick 59, RB19. I really, really want to trust him and... Anyone who knows me knows that I like the late, the late in the season bye weeks. So thirteen, right in front of the playoffs, um, is kind of enticing. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't, in particularly, trust it. But again, if you're paying this low already for a running back, I don't want to make him my RB one. If I don't have to as my RB two, I'm completely fine with it. Um, if you want wide receiver, tight end, you know, quarterback, heavy to start to draft, and then you get to, pay, you know, and then you have your RB one already somewhere in there, and you're using them as an RB two. I'm okay with it. Uh, DeAndre Swift in Philadelphia. I'm kind of pumping the brakes. It's a great, great spot for him there. Um, I believe this is the last year of his rookie deal too. So. Um, I have some interest, but it is Philadelphia, which we know that they like to uh, kind of hand the ball off to multiple running backs there. Um, so I'm just kind of keeping any interest there kind of uh, uh, depressed. Cam Akers, I hate him. I don't, I don't care much for him. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that uh, are on Cam Akers because of his price point. You know, pick 64 overall, so you're looking in the sixth round. And it's not horrible. It's just I have a feeling, because I like Zach Evans, the rookie, a lot, a lot. I liked him in the draft uh, for the draft guy and everything. So um, Zach Evans can definitely beat Cam Akers out for that starting spot. Um, it's just he's so much wear and tear on his body already. Um, I just don't know if he's going to be able to retain that number one running back spot for the L.A. Rams. But, I mean, we'll keep an eye on it, see what happens. Alexander Madison, who is the starter in Minnesota, this is a great price point. 
uh, for him. I uh, had talked about how he was going to start jumping up here. So he was pick uh, 78. Then we started to get, and that was uh, the last the last podcast that it did. So this was 6-4. We didn't get to talk about this. So Alexander Madison was pick 78 overall. We started getting kind of the news that Delvin Cook was going to get released. We knew about it actually back in May. Um, but this was starting to get to the point where he was going to get cut because he had to go after uh, June 1st. So he jumped up to pick 69 overall. Then he went to 66 where he's kind of leveled off uh, at RB 22. I still kind of expect him to kind of come up a little bit. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Madison kind of slip up a little bit more up towards Joe Mixon. Um, so another, at least another half round. I see him getting into the fifth round, if not sneaking uh, towards the back end of the of the fourth. But I just don't see him jumping up above like guys like Aaron Jones and Joe Mixon. Damian Pierce still a hell, hell of a deal, and they've really worked on their offensive line in Houston. So RB23 at pick 67 overall, he's still a hell of a value. Uh, we were getting him at what, like 10th round last year. Um, so you're talking mid six here uh, right now, and that's still that's still really, really good ADP for him. Miles Sanders in Carolina, this is a travesty. At RB24, pick 68. So he has continued to see that depressed price point, uh, even with the move to Carolina where he should be the guy. So he is definitely a guy that we're going to be uh, kind of targeting uh, in these later in these mid rounds. All right, so now we get into our RB three categories. These are going to be the guys that are definitely going to be, you know, low end of your drafts, no matter what, uh, no matter how your draft kind of starts out, even if it's running back top heavy. So here we go here, and the first guy at RB twenty five is going to be Rashad White. Uh, the second-year man for Tampa Bay. He's at pick 72. So we're talking back end of the sixth round. That's kind of where these guys are starting here. So we got Rashad White. You got Javante Williams coming off the knee injury uh, for Denver. James Conner for Arizona. Isaiah Pacheco uh, for Kansas City. Pacheco, god damn it. He's still, I don't know why everybody's so on Pacheco. Oh, we'll get into that. But David Montgomery for Detroit, James Cook for Buffalo, Alvin Kamara for New Orleans, Antonio Gibson for Washington, uh, Khalil Herbert for Chicago, Samaj P. Ryan for Denver, uh, A.J. Dillon for Green Bay, and then Brian Robinson Jr. for Washington. So we're going to start with Rashad White, and I understand that you know this offense isn't going to be very good. Um, but you're getting a starting running a quality a high a high quality running starting running back um, at pick 72 RB 25. Uh, I will take Rashad White all the time there, all the time. Although I will tell you, if Javante Williams is still there, I will probably take a shot on Javante Williams because I am higher on him than I am Rashad White uh, as a player overall. Uh, Ever since he came out of North Carolina, we've been Javante Williams people here. Um, I understand that, you know, it's quite possible, even though they're saying good things there um, with new head coach Sean Payton, you know, saying that Javante is going to be ready for the season. Um, even if he's not, we can live with him right there, right? And then we can snag up Samaje P. Ryan later um, just in case. So we can grab our handcuff here pretty quick, you know, within a round or two after Javante Williams, especially if we waited on running back. Uh, James Conner, I am 100% staying away from. I'm staying away from a lot in that Arizona offense. Um, Conner behind a shitty offensive line like what they're going to have in Arizona, I'm I'm not touching it. Pacheco, I'm fine out of Kansas City. Uh, you still have Jarek McKinnon there um, and a couple other yahoos that, you know, they're not worth really talking about, but they could dig into some of this. Um, but I guess Pacheco, pick 81 overall, it's okay. 
um, considering the fact that he should be a lead guy, but I'd much rather just take, you know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey at tight end before I'd even bother with this running game. Uh, David Montgomery is going to be basically your early down back. He's going to be a short yardage guy uh, for Detroit. Um, I'm probably not pairing him up with Jameer Gibbs. I'm not going to handcuff. Um, I mean, you can, um, but then you're going to play that, that stupid game of which one should I start every fucking week? So I'm just going to completely stay away from that. Um, I'm going to take the high upside rookie. Um, granted, you know, he's at a higher price point, but I mean, David Montgomery behind this offensive line should be pretty damn good. So if you miss out on Jameer Gibbs, how about this? If you don't take a shot on Jameer Gibbs, up high, go ahead and take a shot on David Montgomery down low. You know, it's like, say, maybe an RB4, you know, some guy that's going to be back up, but, you know, you can start him at any point. Let's just see what happens because uh, this will be the best offensive line that David Montgomery has played behind in his whole NFL career. So we'll just have to see what happens. James Cook for Buffalo. I'm probably not going to touch any any running backs out of Buffalo. Um, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to pass on James Cook. I do like James Cook, um, but I'm just going to pass on it overall. Um, I'd much rather have the Buffalo passing attack than the running game because if they're going to mix and match, then I just I, – I tried this whole thing with Devin Singletary and James Cook last year, and it didn't really work out. Well, it kind of worked out because I had the Singletary guy – because I had the Singletary side, but um, – Overall, I'm just not going to touch it. I just, I don't, I don't want to fuck with it. Alvin Kamara, I am completely passing on, completely passing on Alvin Kamara. Um, I do still expect him to get suspended, um, so I'm not going to take a shot there. I'd rather take a shot on Kendry Miller, who will come up in the RB4s here, uh, the rookie uh, out of uh, TCU. TCU, right? God, forgot. I think it's TCU. I don't know. I don't have the depth charts up. <laughs> I'm tired. Leave me alone. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Now, this is... <sighs> Antonio Gibson is still getting pumped up by a lot of people within the industry. I don't really get it, considering the fact that Brian Robinson was starting to become the early down back and really take a lot of that workload away from Gibson. And then they went ahead and they drafted uh, Chris Rodriguez Jr., um, so it's kind of curious. And then there was talks of them acquire, possibly acquiring or signing uh, uh, Kareem Hunt. So that doesn't tell me that they are fully set on Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson for that matter. But I think I would rather take a shot on Brian Robinson uh, almost a full round later than to bother with Antonio Gibson, even at this price point. Khalil Herbert for Chicago, probably I'm probably passing on that whole Chicago Bears run defense or uh, run offense. Um, that's going to be a lot of mix and match between Khalil Herbert, uh, Rashawn Johnson. Um, God, there was somebody else too. There's somebody else, and I can't think of it right offhand. But that could turn into a three-headed monster that I really don't want to have any part of. So. Uh, Samaji P. Ram, we talked about. I would like to handcuff him with Javante Williams in Denver. Uh, I think they're going to both actually be pretty productive. Um, you know, Javante being the most productive out of there. But Samaji P. Ryan, if uh, Williams isn't ready to begin the season, he can fill in. He showed that for Cincinnati. And this is it's an okay offensive line for Denver. A.J. Dillon at pick 98 overall at RB35, I think, is still okay. Um, but I'd much rather still have Aaron Jones, in my opinion. But Dylan is super ultra talented. We know that. Um, so if he's still sitting there, you know, especially just before the tenth round, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Um, Brian Robinson Jr. Yeah, I'd rather have Brian Robinson Jr. than Antonio Gibson. I think we got into that. So I think we should be good there. Now we will get into these RB fours, and then we'll kind of take a look. Uh, past all the running, you know, take a look through the running backs, see if there's anybody of interest here. Um, let's see. 
So let's see. RB4s. All right. So at RB37, pick 102, you got Jamal Williams, who moves from Detroit to New Orleans. Uh, that is a guy that I will definitely probably take a shot on there. Um, I am more into Kendry Williams, the, the rookie, than I am Jamal Williams. Um, but I may end up just going ahead and, and handcuffing the two. They're both RB4s, so late. Uh, you can go back-to-back uh, -back in the round and just kind of hook up that that backfield. Uh, Zach Charbonnet for Seattle. Uh, Damian Harris for Buff who moved to Buffalo. This is kind of why I don't want to do James Cook because then I'm going to go to Damian Harris. And I'm just like, nah, nah, fam. Uh, Rashad Penny for Philadelphia. Jarek McKinnon for Kansas City. Devon A-Chain out of Miami. Ooh, we're going to have some fun here. Uh, Tyler Algier out of Atlanta. Elijah Mitchell for San Francisco. Uh, like I said, Kendry Miller out of New Orleans. De uh, Deonta Foreman uh, for Chicago. Uh, Tank Bigsby for Jacksonville. And Devin Singletary for Houston. So uh, Jamal Williams and Kendry Miller we kind of talked about here. Zach Charbonnet, definitely want to get him um, as a handcuff. I will take him as a standalone, too, and just kind of hold on to him. He's very talented. Um, and if anything, you know, happens, uh, happens to happen to Kenneth Walker, then we definitely have the next, the next man up, uh, Damian Harris. I will only take Damian Harris if I take James Cook. And since I'm not taking James Cook, I'm not taking Damian Harris. How about that? How about them apples? Uh, Rashad Penny, I'm staying away from, I mean, you could take a shot on him as a handcuff with, uh, DeAndre Swift, but like I said, you're going to get two running backs out of probably a four-headed backfield um, there in Philadelphia. Jarek McKinnon for Kansas City, I mean, I guess. I mean, if you have Pacheco, you probably want McKinnon. Um, you just start Pacheco until he gets hurt, and then Jarek McKinnon becomes a starter uh, in his place. I, you know, I'm not going to bother going back and forth and trying to decide which one's going to score every week. Uh, Devon A-Chain out of Miami at pick 120. So this is the back end of round 10. Uh, you'll notice that I have not mentioned any other Miami running backs. Uh, that's because they are RB5s. Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson back-to-back -back at RB52 and RB53. So that's pick 152 and 154. Okay. Those are the two guys that are going to start. Devon A. Chain is going to be, you know, change of pace, an even bigger change of, change of pace type guy. He's a small dude, small dude. And I've heard some arguments for Devon A. Chain that, oh, well, they wouldn't have taken him if, if they didn't think that they were going to be utilizing him. Well, you know what? I'm not going to fucking trust it. And I don't think you should either. I think that is a death trap uh, with that Miami backfield. And I'm going to stay completely away from it. Now, if I mean, if you want to go back to back with Mostert and Wilson at RB fives, like as like your fifth and sixth, like running backs, I, I'd be okay with it. And now my screen just went dark. So what happened here? Okay. Now we're back. All right. I don't know what the hell happened there. I must have a loose connection. What the fuck? Oh, I just found it. Here, hold on. I got to fix this. And I did have a loose cord. Good thing I fixed that. Fuck. So any which way. So Devon A-Chain, not touching it. I think if you do, if you try to do anything, go Mostert and Wilson super late and just go back to back on them um, and just do it that way. Uh, Tyler Algier, I do want to get as a handcuff for Bijan Robinson, especially, uh, especially if you took him super high within the first round. Um, I think it would be wise to take Algier, um, but just use him specifically as a handcuff. And I would probably take him higher than his 122 ADP. I don't think you're going to get Tyler Algier in the 10th round. I think you're going to have to probably take him in the seventh, um, bare minimum, bare minimum. Uh, Elijah Mitchell for San Francisco. Yes, definitely need him as a handcuff. I think you can have him as a standalone too, because if anything happens to Christian McCaffrey, see, you know, anything happens to Christian McCaffrey, which is very much within the realm of possibility, um, you're going to have a full fledged starter for probably at least a week or two 
if he hurts himself, you know, really bad, uh, you could have him for the rest of the season. So uh, Elijah Mitchell, I'm definitely going to be interested in. Talked about Kendry Miller. Uh, Deonta Foreman's interesting for Chicago, but again, I don't really want to get into uh, Khalil Herbert, um, uh, Deonta Foreman, and Rashawn Johnson. I, do, I really don't want to get into that backfield because I think they can rotate all three in there um, and be perfectly happy. So I'm going to kind of stay away for now unless somebody becomes, you know, uh, the bona fide guy that we're seeing is going to be the starter and we see, you know, who's going to be the handcuff. Um, I, I'm just not going to touch the backfield. I'm not saying I don't, I don't think it's going to be good um, for fantasy. I just think it's going to be too spread out for right now um, as far as production. And it's just going to kill our team. Uh, Tank Bigsby for Jacksonville. I definitely want to have now he's going to probably have his own role, Um but I'm only probably going to utilize him as a handcuff as a handcuff for Travis Etienne. I would I would start Etienne every week because he's going to have the higher upside on there, and just kind of deal with Tank Bigsby if he is productive. You know, it's sitting on the bench. You know, unless we see something that's you know absolutely happening where Bigsby is like becoming uh, this mega superstar, which I just don't see. He's good. He's just. He's not, you know, elite like what ETN was coming out of Clemson. Uh, Devin Singletary for Houston. I do think you can pick him up as a handcuff only. Um, handcuff only uh, for Damian Pierce. Otherwise, I'm not going to touch him. Just not going to bother with it. Um, so let's see. Let's see who the guys are that we're kind of interested in here at running back. Guys to kind of keep an eye on. Um, Zeke still has not been signed. So just keep an eye on that because that's going to change a, a backfield no matter where he's at. Could even end, end up back in Dallas, but kind of a wait and see. Chase Brown for Cincinnati. I want him. If I take Mixon, I definitely want Chase Brown as a handcuff. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, I will also take him as a wait and see type guy. Uh, Tajay Spear for Tennessee. Obviously, you know, the rookie is going to, to me, that he's going to be the handcuff. Um uh, for uh, King Henry, uh, there has been some talk about Hassan. Uh, Jesus Christ, why am I brain farting here? Where is he? Hassan Hassan Haskins. But uh, I'm not on Haskins. I was on Spears for this draft. I wasn't on Haskins for the draft before that. So uh, to me, Tajay Spears is the guy to look at. Uh, Jalen Warren as a handcuff, yes. Kenneth Gainwell, I have no interest in right now. Um, Jeremy Ford for Cleveland uh, should <laughs> Jeremy Jeremy Ford or Jerome Ford? Let's uh, you know what I want to see. I want to see. I want to see how it's pronounced. Somebody tell me how it's pronounced. Do, 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 do. Oh, it doesn't say. I call him Jeremy Ford. I know it's spelled Jerome, but I've heard it Jer- uh, Jeremy. So I've been calling him Jeremy, and now I keep hearing everybody call him Jerome, and now I'm confused. So I'm going to figure that one out. I'm going to figure that one out. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, yeah, as a handcuff only. Uh, Kareem Hunt will pay attention to, but I have no real interest in him. Uh, CEH, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, boy, have the mighty fallen. Uh, Gus Edwards, yes, is a handcuff for J.K. Dobbins. Always, always, all day, every day. Leonard Fournette has not signed anywhere. Keep an eye on him. Michael Carter for the Jets, no. Zach Evans for the L.A. Rams, yes. You can take him super late. Nobody's going to take him. Um, That's the guy that I really want to pay attention to. Ty Chandler should be your handcuff for Alexander Madison. Uh, so I like him there. Uh, Israel <laughs> Abanaconda is a guy for the New York Jets that I want you to pay attention to, especially uh, with any Brees Hall uh, news, like especially any negative news. He's going to be bumping up. Uh, he's going to be a guy. I mean, you're going to be able to get him in, like, say, the 12th round. Nobody's going to fuck around with it. So uh, definitely pay attention there. Dwayne McBride for Minnesota. Some interest, but not a whole hell of a lot. He's very fast. He's very fast. But I think Ty Chandler is going to be your guy uh, to back up there, uh, McBride being the third guy. 
we still like Zamir White a little bit in Vegas as as a po- uh, potential handcuff. And that would include Pierre Strong Jr. for New England. I have a little bit of love for there, um, but nothing more as a handcuff. I'm not taking him as a fucking standalone. Uh, Corderell Patterson, no. Uh, Joshua Kelly for the Chargers looks to be like your handcuff for Eckler. Um, so just, just be careful. Be careful with it. Be careful with it. Uh, let's see here. Any other guys that we're kind of looking at? Uh, Malik Davis for Dallas. I kind of like now as the handcuff for Tony Pollard. Um, not looking at Deuce Vaughn. He's just a little guy. Not big on him. Sean Tucker for Tampa Bay. Uh, the handcuff for, um, uh, God, am I, God, am I brain farting? Um, Rashad White, my bad. My apologies on that. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Not really anybody else that I'm looking at. Keaton Mitchell's a little bit interesting for Baltimore. Um, but I'm not going to take a shot on him right now. I think that's pretty much it. Do, 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 do. Zonovan Knight has really fallen to RB105. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Yeah, there's not really anybody else in here that I have any interest in. So running backs, I think we're pretty covered. Pretty, pretty covered. Uh, wide receivers, we'll just kind of go through. We'll go through really quickly. Um We'll go through all the up through wide receiver four here. Uh, we're going to take them real quick, okay? So uh, one through 12, these are your wide receiver ones. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, who I'm surprised only fell one spot after that news. Um, so I'm going to be curious to see what happens over this next week, see how much, he, if any, he drops. Um, there, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, and Devonta Smith. Um, so your guys within the first round uh, is Justin Jefferson, who is the number one overall consensus right now, uh, all the way down to C.D. Lamb. I'm okay with Justin Jefferson, Chase Hill, Tyreek Hill for now. Cooper Cup, uh, Stephon Diggs late in the first round. A.J. Brown I would rather have at the start of the second, including, and that includes kind of C.D. Lamb. I'd almost rather have Amon Ross St. Brown in the first round or Devontae Adams at the back end of the first rounds um, before A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb. I think I like Brown. I like Lamb. I just don't think they're first-round worthy. Okay. It's not saying that I hate him. It's just how I kind of view him um, within the offenses in there, especially considering the fact that Devontae Smith is considered a wide receiver one along with A.J. Brown. That means that A.J. Brown should not be included within within the first round. He should be a second round at best because when you look at him on Ross St. Brown, Devontae Smith is overall pick 21, which means that you got two guys – you got two guys well within a round of each other. And this is the whole thing that I had a problem with with fucking T. Higgins last year. This is the same thing with Devonta Smith. Okay. I said I'm going to pass on T. Higgins because I like Jamar Chase up there, and I didn't believe that T. Higgins was um, should even have been flirting you know, within the wide receiver one category, which he was. He was a back-end wide receiver one. Ended up being a wide receiver two, that's fine, but he should not have been taken that high. Um, so when we slip into the wide receiver twos here, and that starts with Chris Olave, that's at pick 24. So that's very end of the second round, right? T. Higgins now at the beginning of the third round, and he has dropped. He's He went up, he went up from pick 30 to pick 25, and then slipped back to three spots to 28. Okay, middle of the third round, back into the third round, I'm fine with T. Higgins. 
any of these guys that are paired with a with a wide receiver one, I don't see them being nearly as high. Now, if you're telling me that there's two wide receiver twos on the same team, that's fine. I can buy that because you're getting a discounted price on both guys, even for the the number one target on a team and the number you know versus the number two, right? So here we go. We go with the wide receiver twos. You got Chris Olave, T. Higgins, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, who does not have a team yet. There's been some news, but nothing, nothing, you know, that I've deemed truth truthful has come out yet on where he might land. Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley, uh, Mari Cooper, Drake London, DJ Moore, and Terry McLaurin. Uh, Chris Olave, I'm fine. I'd rather have him in the third round. T. Higgins, I think, is priced okay. Uh, DK DK Metcalf is still okay in the third round. Debo Samuel, you're getting a hell of a discount versus last year uh, where he was kind of going up towards the beginning of the second round. Now you're getting him more towards the back end of the third. Uh, Keenan Allen as well has you know kind of kept that value right around the back end of the third round. Hopkins is kind of interesting. We'll have to see where he lands. I still think he can be pretty good. I wish you could get him in the fourth round. That's kind of where I would take him. Um, I'll take as much of a discount as I can on Hopkins. Uh, Jerry Judy at the beginning of of the fourth round. I'm a little hesitant on that with Denver. Um, I think he can get it done, but I think that ball's going to get spread around pretty evenly between him and and, uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, who, by the way, Cortland Sutton is wide receiver 42. At pick 89, I think I'd rather have Cortland Sutton, to be completely honest. Uh, Calvin Ridley for Jacksonville. I know he's been off for a year plus due to the gambling suspension. Uh, But at wide receiver 20 at pick 38 overall, I'm fine taking a shot on him there, especially if he's my third wideout at that point. Um, If you're going kind of wide receiver heavy, I'd even take him as wide receiver two, to be honest, um, on my team. But I think he's priced pretty fairly there. Amari Cooper's pretty decent at pick 39 overall. Uh, Drake London. I kind of don't like it. I like the player. I And and he was very successful his rookie year. I I just don't want to take him there. Rather have him in the fifth, to be completely honest with you. Uh, DJ Moore, I'm going to pass on. I'm just not going to trust it there. Uh, Terry McLaurin at the end of the fourth. I'm okay. I don't think it's terrific. So wide receiver three is here. I'm going to make this a little bit quicker here, right? So we start in Green Bay with Christian Watson. Uh, Overall pick 50. It's okay. It's not great. Uh, Christian Kirk for Jacksonville. I think that price needs to be depressed just a little bit at pick, pick 52 overall. Uh, with Calvin Ridley there, but I don't necessarily hate it. Chris Godwin's a hell of a value at pick 57. Uh, Mike Williams at pick 58 I think is okay. Uh, Brandon Ayuk for San Francisco, pick 60. I kind of like it. I want to see who comes out ahead at quarterback. I know there's some talk that Sam Darnold is the number one, but um, I don't believe that. I think it's really Trey Lance, which is a much fucking better. Um... And then we have to see what happens with Brock Purdy's uh, elbow, by the way, too. So uh, Michael Pittman Jr. at pick 61. So you're talking the beginning of the sixth round. I'm okay with it Um, for the top wide receiver on his team. Deontay Johnson at pick 63 overall. Tyler Lockett's still a hell of a value. Pick 65. I'll take Tyler Lockett all day, every day. I'll I'll take on that risk um, of the injury. Kadarius Toney, I'm staying the fuck away from that kid. I think he's done. Uh, after Kansas City won the Super Bowl, I, I just I don't trust him. I wouldn't touch. I wouldn't touch him with your fucking team. Uh, Traylon Burks for Tennessee is interesting at overall pick seventy three, so that's the beginning of the seventh round. Um, I think that's a hell of a value, especially if you're using him as a wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Um, that should be your guy there in Tennessee, right? He's the first round pick, so uh, Traylon Burks there. Hell yeah. Mike Evans right behind him at pick 74. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and that even includes uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Uh, for Arizona, it doesn't matter. He's the wide receiver one. So at pick 75 overall, yeah, we're going there. We are going there. 
All right, so here's your wide receiver fours. George Pickens begins this off, overall pick 80. Jordan Addison at pick 82. God, I wish these rookie wide receivers would slip in the double-digit rounds, but I don't think they are. I mean, Addison's in a good spot. We're just going to have to see what it is. They're fucking tiny, dude. All these guys are fucking tiny. They're tiny. They're small, even compared to fucking me, man. Like, he shitting me. Uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba, JSN. Uh, overall pick 84, I'm staying away from. I I mean, if Lockett goes down, I think that's when Smith and Jigba uh, really has an opportunity to kind of take off. So, I mean, if I had Tyler Lockett, I'm probably taking in Jigba uh, as a backup plan. Uh, Gabe Davis at pick 85, I think, is still okay. Uh, he's a lot lower than what he was last year, so I'm okay with it. Jahan Dotson. At pick 87, I'd rather have him lower. I think Cortland Sutton's a hell of a value at pick 89, so we're going to circle that one. Uh, Brandon Cooks for Dallas at uh, overall pick 92. He's going to be the wide receiver, two to C.D. Lamb. Uh, so I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't know if we can fully trust it. It's not going to be a high you know, passing offense. Uh, Jamison Win- Williams, even with the 16-inch suspension coming in at pick 97, I'll pass. Um, I'll just pick him up off waivers a couple weeks before he's going to get off. Um, but even then, I might stay away because he's just not going to be in game shape. Uh, Quentin Johnson, the r- rookie for the L.A. Chargers at pick 99, I think is fine. Uh, I'll I'll take on any of his drops that he's got. Uh, Elijah Moore for Cleveland is interesting at pick 100, um, but I'm still not going to fully trust it. Michael Thomas, no, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not touching him. Rashad Bateman, though, for Baltimore, I want to see what happens kind of you know, with his rehab and everything. Uh, overall pick 105, I think, is fine, though. Uh, let's see if there are any guys in here that I'm interested in. Uh, Tyler Boyd, of course, at 132 is fine. DPJ, I like at 143. Adam Thielen for Carolina. Uh, if you're telling me he's going to be wide receiver 63 at pick 151 overall, yeah, I'll take that all day, every day. Uh, Rasheed Rice I like for Kansas City. I would pick him up late in the drafts. He's overall pick 162. Um, Mingo, the rookie for Carolina, is interesting at 179. Jaden Reed, I kind of like for Green Bay. It's going to take a lot for him to be productive, though, week in and week out. Hmm. Not a lot of other guys that I really want to take a look at down low. Though I still, I still like Jalen Hyatt. Where is he at? Jalen Hyatt for New York Giants at pick 180. If he's like your last player picked, I think it's fine. All right, we do tight ends. This will be real quick. So here's your tight end ones. Of course, at the top, Travis Kelsey, uh, followed by Mark Andrews. Now, there's a huge jump here, right? So Travis Kelsey at pick six overall, Mark Andrews at pick 32. So that's where really where it all kind of starts for tight end. Um, in my opinion, if you're not taking Kelsey up there in the first round. So, uh, Andrews, uh, I'm okay with it, but he's got a lot of competition. That's why I don't like him that high. If you're telling me I could get him in the fifth round, yes. TJ Hawkinson, pick 42 overall. Um, I think he's too high. He's got a lot more competition with Addison coming in there. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Kittle for San Francisco. He's always, he's actually dropped. He's now he's picked 56, um, which isn't too bad, but it's not the greatest. Dallas Goddard. Um, Jalen Hurts does like his tight end. Uh, pick 69 overall. So right at the end of the sixth round, which I think is fine. Kyle Pitts at the end of the sixth round. I'll take a shot on Kyle Pitts. Now pay attention now because um, he has been rehabbing. He's still not fully back yet for Atlanta. Um, so pay attention there. But if you're telling me back in the sixth round, I'll take that. I will take that. Uh, Darren Waller at seven, uh, pick 79, I think is okay to take a shot on for the New York Giants. Um, there's not much there for the wide receiving core, so Waller should be uh, pretty active, and they traded for him specifically. So 
Uh, Evan Ingram for Jacksonville, I think, is still okay at pick 93. It's just not my favorite. Um, Pat Fryermuth at tight end 9 at pick 106. It's okay, not great. Uh, David Njoku for Cleveland I like a lot. Uh, tight end 10, pick 112. Uh, uh, Chigazium Okonkwo at tight end 11. Pick 117, I think, is fine. It's not great, but if you're telling me, you know, right before the 10th round or even in the 10th round I could get him, I'd be happy with it. The guy I'm kind of circling, though, still is Dalton Schultz for Houston. Uh, Tight end 12, pick 130. I think that's one hell, one hell of a value. Here's your tight end twos here. Uh, Greg Dolchich for Denver, I think, is a hell of a value. Cole Komet for Chicago, really good value. Uh, Kincaid has dropped, um, but he's kind of stabilized. He's actually higher now. That's his third highest ranking. So Kincaid, you got to be careful with that one. Uh, Definitely don't want him for high end, but if you want to stash him, especially if you have deeper benches, I'm fine with it. Uh, Jawan Johnson for New Orleans uh, should be good again. Um, I don't want to fully rely on him as my starting tight end, but he should be good again. Tyler Higby, I'm staying away from that. Uh, Gerald Ever for the Chargers, I like him, but not somebody I would rely on. Uh, Dawson Knox for Buffalo, we're just going to go ahead and skip it. They keep adding more stuff there. He'll get his he'll get his shots here and there, but I don't I don't like him overall. Irv Smith for Cincinnati, I like if he can stay healthy. Tight end twenty, pick one eighty three. Yeah, I will take a look at Irv Smith. Um, they're doing some funny things with Mike Gazicki in New England. They're kind of using him as more of like the fourth wide receiver, uh, third and fourth wide receiver, so like kind of slot type deals. Um, and with their with their wide receiving core not being anything you know to really sneeze at, or wait, nothing to sneeze at, or nothing we really want to pay attention to. What do I want to say? I mean, there's definitely nothing we want to pay attention to. Gazicki actually could be really sneaky. DFS, we're probably going to take a look at some Gazicki because he'll be cheap. Uh, Isaiah Likely for Baltimore. He's part of the reason why I, I don't like Andrews where he's at. Uh, a lot of love for Sam Laporta for Detroit. Um, kid out of Iowa. Uh, the tight ends that they have in Detroit aren't very good. That's why there's a lot of love for Sam Laporta. Uh, but remember, rookie years, it's a little it's a little tough. But Laporta can actually uh, get the job done. Uh, so can Michael Mayer. Uh, especially at tight end 24, pick 199. Uh, He's instantaneously going to be a starter. So he's definitely a guy that we need to keep an eye on. Uh, Other guys I'm looking at, Hayden Hurst for Carolina. He's tight end 26. Uh, He's definitely the most talented tight end there. Um, So I have a lot of love for him there. Uh, Jelani Worth's out of Indiana. I would like to like him, but we can't uh, just because Mo Cox is still there. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on the two rookies, Luke, Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft for um, Green Bay. Um, but we are dealing with a first-year starter, so we got to kind of keep it down a little bit, keep it down. Uh, Trey Mc, There has been talks that Trey McBride and Zach Ertz, the two tight ends for Arizona, uh, Trey McBride tight end 30, Zach Ertz tight end 32, that they're going to both be on the field. They're going to run uh, the 12 out there. Um, so I have some interest in one or the other. I just want to see which guy is going to be the guy that's going to be more the receiver, and I think that might be McBride. Um, McBride and Ertz are very similar in the fact that they can both block and catch. Um, so I may actually take a shot more on the younger guy than I will uh, the old man. But other than that, I don't think we really have anything else at tight end. Uh, but I will give you your top 12 defenses for this week. And the flip-flopping continues between San Francisco and the Philadelphia Eagles. San Francisco is the number one defense this week, followed by the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm okay with both. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at three. I'm not thrilled with it. New England Patriots at four. No. Uh Although it is kind of nice that Belichick's able to kind of keep more focused on the defense now that uh, Bill O'Brien is the offensive coordinator. So I'm okay with it. 
Um, Buffalo Bills, they're still okay. New York Jets, yes, I'm okay with it. Baltimore Ravens, be careful. Um, I think that's a paper tiger there. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, okay, not great. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, are better. Um, But I don't know if they're worthy of being uh, one of the top defenses taken. Uh, Miami Dolphins at 10, I think, is okay to take a shot on. Um, I think I think they're okay to take a shot on. I know there's a lot of talk about Jalen Ramsey, which does help the secondary, which does, um, you know, it's what Byron Jones should have been, you know, on that outside. Uh, but now that he's gone due to injury, um, I think Ramsey's okay. He's still going to give up the big play every once in a while, but he's better than what they've had. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at 11, uh, maybe. Uh, New Orleans Saints at 12, maybe. They've dropped, actually. They were 9, and then they went to 10, and then 12. Uh, the defenses that I'm kind of look looking at right now, uh, looking on the outside, Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks. Right out the gate, uh, there's been a lot of talk about the Commanders, but I want to see what happens with them uh, during the preseason. Other than that, I think we're pretty much okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty much good with it. I'm pretty much good with it, and so should you. So I was very happy that we were able to kind of get a little bit more into uh, talking about the ADP, kind of get back here on on the radio waves, and I promise promise i'm gonna be on here a little bit more often i know you guys have been some of you guys have been clamoring for it some of you guys have just been talking shit just to talk shit and you know what god damn it i fucking appreciate you for it so but until next time uh, and we've got to get in on that strength of schedule spreadsheet and get talking about it and we'll get down to the team previews but until then i bid you adieu hope you all had a happy father's day to all the fathers out there by the way peace out <laughs>